Hi, I'm Susanna Keith, founder and CEO of Hello Career Guru, Inc. We so appreciate your listening to our podcast. Hello Career Guru is a company committed to helping all women advance professionally, no matter what age, background, income, geography, or race. Hello Career Guru offers women one unifying online platform for developing their personalized career game plan, which is powered by Executive C-Suite Insights. Our team developed the platform with the guidance of human resources and talent experts to ensure relevance and impact in managing your career. For this episode of Hello Career Guru Salon, we have Julia Oleanju. She has had an innovative career journey. She started in academia where she lectured and engaged in scientific research. Her research into the understanding of how the food interacts with the body to impact health created a passion in her to drive change. She founded her first company, Food Niche, which is focused on driving education, collaboration, and thought-provoking conversation on shaping a healthier future of food. She and her team at Food Niche are the conveners of the Disrupt Food Summit and the Global Food Health Innovation Summit. More recently, she co-founded Global Food Health Institute, where she serves as the executive director. At the Institute, she leads a team which engages in scientific research to understand better how food interacts with the body with the goal of gaining more insight into disease prevention through nutrition. They also partner with schools to promote nutrition education in K through 12. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad to be here. Oh, this will be a great conversation, Julia. So Julia, please tell us about your career trajectory. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Um, yeah, my journey started when I was very young. I was, um, I was about seven, actually. I, I went out with my cousin to a corner store where we were trying to get a snack. So when we got there, uh, the store was closed. And I asked my cousin what was going on. She said, most likely the store was closed because um, the person, the owner of the store passed away. I was really surprised. I said, what happened? So she told me that the person had had cancer. Prior to that time, I'd never heard the word cancer before. So I asked her what cancer was. So she said, it's a disease they've not found a cure for. And I asked who they were. So she said, scientist. I really did not know what being a scientist was all about or how to become one. But that day I just decided that I was going to become a scientist. And that was where my journey started. I got into the sciences in high school and in college and, um, and then went on for my PhD in microbiology, molecular genetics. And it was actually at some point during my, um, my, my research career that I, my dad was with me at the time and it was, he had some medical challenges that um, it, it, was on a, it was on a special diet. So what we, what we found out or what I observed was that there were changes that when any time you veered off this diet, there were quick changes that we observed. These are not allergic reactions or anything. It's just some changes that we observed. So I started thinking, what's really going on? And for the first time, I thought about food 
on a molecular level, how does it really impact our health? I remember talking to my mentor at that time as well, telling him that I'm really curious to learn more about food and how it interacts with our body to impact health. And two years down the line, I was able to get into that. So my research was more focused on understanding how compounds found in food. This one was particularly isothiocyanate. That was what I focused on, how it um, interacts to prevent or, or, um, or to uh, prevent or kill cancer cells. So that I wanted to understand the mechanism of action, wanted to understand more about its anti-cancer properties. So that was what I worked on for a while and it opened my eyes to see food in a completely different way. And after some time, I decided that, you know what, I want to help people live healthier, stronger lives. I want to see change in the food industry, see how we can drive change and see more nourishing products on the shelves. So we started hosting conferences and um, that's with my first company, Food Nature, which you mentioned earlier on. We started hosting conferences, um, the Destruct Food Summit, the Global Food Health um, Innovation Summit, bringing thought leaders together, people in academia, um, bringing them out of academia to talk about their discoveries and educating people, helping um, innovators and executive decision makers in industries collaborate easily with uh, scientists to bring healthier and nourishing products to the shelves for consumers. Also, it's important for thought leaders and people that make decisions at different um, corporations to know how important their decisions mean to people in terms of their health and overall well-being. So at these conferences, knowledge sharing is paramount. Apart from networking and collaboration, knowledge sharing is one of the key things that we do. And it's been so exciting and heartwarming to see uh, how much um, change we're creating uh, through our conferences. More recently, I founded the Global Food Health Institute, and the goal is just to understand um, food more. We want to engage in research to understand food, how it interacts in our body. Our goal is to see if we can learn enough to be able to prevent or delay the onset of diseases, especially the terminal ones. So that's that's our goal. It's uh, That's um, thinking big picture right now. And then it's important for us to also drive change. We know a lot, but driving change in our community starts through education. And that's why we partner with schools. We have a new product, um, which is Food Niche Head. And that is exclusively focused on bringing nutrition education to schools. When you go to schools in America today, K to 12, you see a very robust physical education program, but we do not have a robust nutrition education program. And for us, this journey actually started by creating curriculum for schools and encouraging educators to teach the kids about nutrition. But quickly we realized that they want more than just information, just a curriculum. They want more content. And that was how um, in the past few months, almost um, 16 months now, we worked together with experts to create a robust content for teachers and educators to use to help kids um, learn about the importance of food to their overall well-being. We know that we can catch them young. And the thing about kids is they're very curious. If you ask them to do anything, the first question they will ask you is why? And when, once they know the why and they're fully convinced, they become advocates. They tell grandma, they tell grandpa, they tell every single buddy, every, every single one around them, 
what you hit is very important and this is why. You know, and that's one thing we're trying to do, create a generation of change makers that can go around and create change in our communities. So that's been my journey from seven, getting curious about what it means to be a scientist to actually becoming one and then becoming um, um, an advocate and a change maker. Oh, what a brilliant career um, you are embarking on, Julia. And I so love to hear about um, your translation of academic food knowledge um, so that the consumers can understand and then consume in the right way, right? Right, right. <laughs> so given your experiences and that you have done different things, founded mm-hmm. companies, started with different um pieces of academia, what advice would you have for those who are looking for new opportunities? Sure. Um, One of the key things I think people should know is it's very important for you to follow your passion. What do you care about? What do you really, really love to do? Because um, regardless of the journey, uh, the path you take, whether you uh, choose to go um, the entrepreneurial route or you work in a corporate organization, The most important thing is waking up each day and feeling that fire in you that, yes, I'm getting this done. You know, the joy and the gratification comes with doing something you deeply care about. I think think that's that's one of the first things I'll tell anyone. And the truth is when um, you face obstacles, because no matter what career path you take, obstacles may come, but when you face obstacles, knowing that you're doing what you truly love, what you're, what you're passionate and convinced you should be doing, keeps you going during those tough times. So I, I, one primary thing everybody, I think anybody should know is that um, it's crucial for you to go for what you care about. And another thing is I am big on encouraging people to leverage other people's expertise. So if you're just starting out in your career and you're not sure exactly um, how to get to the next level, or you know, even if you even even if you know how to get to the next level, thing is looking ahead and seeing people that have gone ahead of you and accomplished what you you're looking forward to accomplishing. Uh, talking to them, getting their advice, learning from them, even if you don't have direct access to them, they might have written a book or they have a course or they have um, a program, just looking for an opportunity to leverage other people's expertise and other people's experiences and learning from them uh, is very, very crucial uh, when you're starting out uh, with any opportunity, with any, uh, whether it's career or a venture. Julia, that's such an excellent insight about how important it is to look to other female leaders as as potential case studies of success and to look at what kind of career lattice have they had along the way. You know, as we've all seen, it's not always a trajectory. Sometimes it's a little bit of taking things at a similar level and then working and learning and you know, going way above your current job to get to the next level. And I, one of the great things that we have learned from Hello Career Guru from our proprietary um, C-suite is it's very important to look at those case studies of other women Mm. and to use that knowledge base as you've so um, eloquently expressed. So 
one of the other things we found is that there are very few women in science mm-hmm. and especially female leaders. So mm-hmm. given that, what is the toughest issue you have faced as a female leader and how did you solve it? Right. Um, one of the things, uh, like, like you mentioned, there are very few women in science. And um, one of the things that I realized is a lot of times when you start out, um, you have, you have, um, you're excited, you have big ambition and, and, and all that. And then it gets to a point that you start a family and you're thinking, okay, how do I juggle family and career? And, you know, um, some careers are more hands-on and more involving than others. So you start wondering, what do I do? How do I do it? For me, for instance, I know that uh, there was a, a time that uh, it was quite it was quite a lot juggling um, both. My husband worked in the city. Um, I was um, local in, in New Jersey. And one of the things we had to figure out was how do you get the kids after school, work with them on homework when you have to be doing research to maybe six, seven, eight, and, you know, and just finding that balance could be um, a lot, you know, sometimes you, you you think, oh, I'll get the babysitter, babysitter is not available, or you get a nanny or something did not work out. So there's kind of like a number of things that women deal with. But uh, one thing I believe is when there's a will, there's a way. If you're determined that, you know what, I'm going to figure this out and I'm going to make it work, you will make it work. It, I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but I believe it's possible. Because for me, one of the things I had to do was just sit down and say, okay, these are some things I need to do. These are some things I, I can move around. So I had to walk around things in a way that would work for my kids and also work for my um, my research and work for my all that I do. So that's, um, I, I, every, there's no one size fit all for everyone. People have to just figure out what works for them. You know, and for me, that was one thing I had to just sit down, think through and walk around. And I'm so grateful that I, I, was, I was determined to um, make things work because I felt like that was the most important ingredient in the whole thing was that determination that I'm going to make this work. I'm going to figure, figure it out. And um, together, my family my, my and I, we walked around things. Um, and now the kids are much older. So uh, it's a lot, um, a lot easier. So. Fantastic. I love how you talk about really being so positive and positive energy is going to take us all so far in our day to day. I also love how you talk about doing the workarounds because one of the things that also came from our C-suite executives is women tend to overthink things. It's very important to just do it, just move ahead. And I loved how you had mentioned that earlier, you know, just move the ball forward. Just, mm-hmm. you know, make, think about your passion, find out what's right for yourself. Right. Um, so with all these things, Julia, what advice would you have for women wanting to start their own businesses in the startup world? Okay. Yeah. Um, one of the things I, I would um, say, very similar to what I uh, mentioned with people that are looking for new opportunities is number one, doing what you truly care about, especially when it comes to the startup world, because there, there's, it's just um, like someone, I think he was um, 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 Mark, Mark, um, 
McCarroys that mentioned that startup is like a, a roller coaster ride that some days you're like on top of the world, everything is working perfectly well. And some days it's just absolute horror at how things are worked out. So um, <laughs> for, for the way, uh, for that kind of environment, the most important thing is just following your passion and knowing, or maybe I put it this way, be very fully convinced of what you're doing. Be fully convinced you're doing what you should be doing. That would definitely keep you going during um, during the roller coaster ride that comes with it. That's number one. Number two is find a community. Find a community of other people that are on this journey that can support you, that can advise you, that can um, that can just be there for you. There, especially for um, there a lot of for women. There are a lot of women. Um, entrepreneur communities, and um, it's very it's very important to be part of one, and um, a network, and people that will make uh, introductions for you when you need it. People that will be there for you, so it's important. Those are the two key things that I like to share. Um, excellent. So, what advice would you give your younger self? Is it the networking? Is it the passion? What What do you yeah, <laughs> I'll tell my younger self to um, to just step out boldly. You know, <laughs> it's so funny when I when I was much younger, I, I'm someone I, I would describe someone as an introvert. So I did not like going out networking. I did not like it was pretty much like I just like being on my own and just doing my own thing. Of course, I learned that that does not work anywhere. And um, <laughs> I, if I'll give myself, my younger self an advice, I'll just, just step out there, have fun and just, yeah, just just, just go out and, 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 and just be yourself. And uh, people are a lot friendlier, more eager to help than you think. So just, just do it. So. Yeah. We're at the end of our conversation. So how can our audience find you? Yes, um, we are. You can find us on, on the website, um, gfhii.org. It's gfhii.org. Or on social media, uh, you can find us at Global Food Health Institute. Thank you. So we so appreciate your time, Julia. Please, we ask our audience to check out Julia's website and the innovative work that they're doing to truly make a difference in the world. Julia, your outstanding insights from your inspiring career are so helpful to others as they navigate their career game plan and create thought leadership like you have. Um, meanwhile, thanks to all who are listening to our podcast. In closing, Hello Career Guru is a company committed to helping all women advance professionally, no matter what age, background, income, geography, or race. You can now get your first month free when you sign up for our virtual career trainer at hellocareerguru.com. Meantime, be sure to follow us on social media at Hello Career Guru and reach out to us with any questions or suggestions for our future guru salons. Thank you.